And what I wanted to talk about, I guess, is um, the concept of conversion, because that's something we've talked about in previous episodes, but we haven't really dived deep into what it means and like why I think it's important. Because um, I, I think it's something that I think about personally way more than um, I probably should, or, or it's something I value more than other people. It seems like when I'm reading other people, uh, other people's takes online and stuff like that. Um, so to begin with, just I guess to define it, because at the base level, what it is is converting your kills into points, right? We've we've talked about that sort of pipeline of the game in the past, right? You know, you're converting actions into uh, points, like, yeah. Like reduce your yeah yeah converting actions into reduced actions for your opponents, which gives you space to like score points. That's kind of like the general pipeline of the game. Like if you're playing that condition zero that we talked about with Oliver and stuff like that, where, um, you know, kills give you the space to score your points. I think uh, a good like boilerplate statement for what that is, is conversion, right? You're converting kills to points. I also think it's like, you know, if you, if you have like perfect understanding of your list and your strategy in the pool and stuff like that, there was probably almost an algorithm for like what a soul stone differential on the board looks like in terms of a point differential. What I mean by that is like, okay, in this matchup, I can be up 10 soul stones and that's going to be a four point difference at the end of the day. You know what I mean? Versus some other matchups, you're like, okay, I have to be up 20 soul stones in order to, you know, get a two point win out of this matchup. Because it's going to be harder to convert, and that's uh, kind of what I want to talk about. So, does that make sense to you, like just at a, a base level? Yeah, absolutely. I think it. I feel like it depends on the pool and like the matchup too. Like on what your your if you even need to, I would say if you need to kill things to score points. Because I've had like one or two games where. I killed, I think, literally nothing, and I lost by, like, one point, or we tied with either you or Mike. Yeah. Yeah, that's, like, a whole different... Well, not, it's not different, but it's, it's like, the same thing, where it's, like, you have such a good conversion rate that, like, maybe you didn't even need to kill. You just had to, like, drain. Yeah. You just like had the, to drain. When like, I played... Um, what's it called? Molly versus lady justice i didn't kill anything and i lost by one point and it was almost a tie it Mm -hmm. just kind of came down to the last turn yeah i would argue that like that in that case the lady j either crew or strategy uh had like a very low conversion right he needed to make a 40 point soul stone differential to get like a one point win you know what i mean yeah Uh, and wasn't even in, in in that case, I think it, it sounds like I think you killed one model or something in that game, right? So I might have. Uh, maybe yeah. he needed a forty-five stone differential, which is like an insane thing, right? Um, but I think you could I think you could boil down a lot of um, lists and like strategies to that to that sort of situation, especially when you like know the matchup super well. Like just to give some concrete examples, uh, I really like the Vix in outcast because of this i feel like they're very good at conversion they're not the best at attrition because they will die they will bleed out 
And you'll often win games where you're down five stones or you're even in stones or you're barely ahead because of their movement tricks, you know, their extra action economy. They have rules that can, you know, like with big Jake where he dies and comes back, all of that spells uh, the ability to convert whatever little, you know, combat advantages you've scraped out into points. Um, I think the opposite end in the outcast faction um, is usually like, well, any crew that you play super like bubbly, like if you play Von Schill with like um, Arik and Hannah and stuff like that, you can have a very low conversion ability because you'll often be up 20 stones because you're just, you know, they're just bashing their face into your tank wall, but you don't have a lot of action economy outside of Shill himself. So you have difficulty getting the markers down, taking the interacts you need, uh, getting your models to certain spots to create uh, significant point advantages. Yeah. Um, Same so- thing with uh, the DAW. I feel like Jack Daw is very similar in that sense. Yeah, I probably should have used him as an example because you're you're spot on. Yeah. That every game I've lost with him, I. I, I don't think I've ever been down in soul stones at the end of the game, but I've still definitely lost. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Just because it's so hard to kill his shit and you know, the, the minions come back, you know, if, if you kill them and then they kill you back, <laughs> that kind of stuff. Daw Hasla is really good. And I've realized like in this weird scenario where you don't pick the best schemes for yourself, but if you manage to, to pick your opponent's schemes, especially if they're like positional, you can mm-hmm. like win like pretty hard. Minus not like breakthrough, but like other things. Like especially I guess in GG Zero, like outflank. Like if your opponent takes outflank and you also take outflank. Because like the movement is so bad, I guess, that if mm-hmm. you can just like kill their stuff and go, Oh no, I score it. And I killed your stuff. Like I got what you were trying to do, like, and you were in the spot you needed to be, and that was also the spot I needed to be, and I also killed your guy, and I score a point. Like scenarios like that, which is kind of hard to get into, but if you can, like, if you know what, I guess if you know what they're gonna pick, like in a scenario where like the scheme choice is obvious, maybe, or like that, you know, you can try to do it, like pick what they're really like what their list would excel at i guess mm-hmm. you know what i mean yeah I, I definitely i think like uh when we're talking about this topic it's a lot about planning out your whole game yeah. from turn one and daw is like exceptionally you, you have to be very good at that because you don't have extra actions so i guess like and in, in, in what we're talking about, he doesn't have a, the ability to convert super well. So you have to plan out how many point soul stones you're going to get ahead and how you're going to have the space to score points. Because, yeah, like he doesn't convert super well. So you have to be super good at planning from the beginning. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's why I guess that's why I like the ones that have like a higher ability to convert because there is more flexibility. And that's I, I guess that's. That's why I enjoy this game and why I keep, uh, you know, playing it is I love when um, I have like a macro strategy and then I have to, I I like having to change my strategy. You know what I'm saying? 
Um, I like, I, don't, I, I obviously don't like, you know, when I black joke or something important, but when it, when I do, it gives me some space to like, okay, well now what am I going to do? You know what I mean? And that's what's engaging and like what is skillful about this game to me. Yeah. So I think that's why I lean towards these kind of like conversion lists. Like I'm a connoisseur of conversion because I fucking love having that space to like make these uh, strategic changes on the go uh, on the fly rather. Um, so I guess based off that topic or based off that idea, uh, you know, that, you know, a, a, a soul stone differential can convert into a, a point different. Oh, and, and I know it's easy to say like it depends with this sort of situation. Like that's the golden rule whenever discussing anything in Malifaux. But um, I guess what I'm trying to argue is uh, this sort of like algorithm exists within the context of the pool, right? It exists within the context of, uh, you know, the matchup and stuff like that. Like you may know that on in, in a symbols round against, I don't know, pick a master, Jack Dahl. Um, and I'm playing, let's just say I'm playing Terra versus Jackdaw in a symbols round. What that means is I'm super fast. You're super slow in terms of getting to space where no other models are. Uh, and so basically I have a higher conversion rate. So based off the pool, based off the matchup, I may think that I need to just not be down more than 15 points. And then I win the game because I convert way better than you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I'm just saying it, it exists within the, this idea sort of exists within the context um, of that sort of situation. Okay. So, so based off this idea of converting points, you know, c- converting attrition to points, I wonder if you've, um, what I'm saying, does that sound more like a list writing skill or a gameplay skill to you? Both. Definitely yeah. both. I was so afraid I think of that. that. <laughs> I think, I, I mean, well, let's talk about one and then the other. Right? Yeah, I think it would. It really like it boils down to like every single game. It's like how killy or schemy is the pool, you know. And then it's like, okay, how killy or schemy is my is my master, and then how killy or schemy is my opponent's master, and then list like in the same way. And you kind of have to find the balance of, you know, do I want to play to the the, the strategy as as much as possible, or do I want to leave some room to like disrupt my opponent, or do I just want to ignore them, or do I want to go heavy into you know killing all their stuff and denying them, and you know have a low scoring game? So, and I guess in a matchup, it's finding what's the most like efficient route to do that. And sometimes that might be a low scoring game where you just kill a bunch of stuff if you think if they declare a master that's like oh i can just kill all his stuff especially like if it's i don't i'm trying to think of a good example like if they declare molly and it's super schemey it's like oh i can just run around like you know one shot in cool and then it'll be really hard for him to score his points or something like to that effect yeah and and, and that's a good point because like when you think about the like the Achilles uh, strat of this season, which is public enemies. Like the biggest problem with it is um, it doesn't really translate any. Like it's supposed to be about killing, but it doesn't translate a kill differential that well into a point differential. Just from like a, a, a strat design, like you could be up, you could be up twenty points on attrition, but 
uh, that you will still have the same amount of points on the strat uh, just because of w- the way the strat was designed. Yeah. So, and that's why it kind of throws off the equa- this like sort of equation, and that's what makes it a bad strat, in my opinion. Um, so, yeah, it's definitely the that context is super important, and it's and I definitely agree with you that it it is more it, that is a combo of both list writing and play. But I was just hoping you would take one stance or the other, so that it would be more it you know more compelling. But I, I, I think it might be more list writing because I mean. <sighs> I was going to say, I think uh, for me and my play style, I think about it more in a list writing context. And I think other people think about it in more of a play context because I think, you know, like, like the Texas guys play like seven model crews all the time and like very similar crews over and over and over. Um, so I think that they probably would consider this more of a play, play uh, thing, right? Where yeah, if you're yeah. going to play these elite crews, you have to think about how you're going to convert your attrition to points way earlier, right? You're going to have to take that jackdaw approach you were just talking about where you've already planned where you're going to make the space for your points at turn one because you don't have any flexibility around attrition or, or around the points. So, you know, you have to get 20 stones up early because that's how you're going to make the space for your points at the end. Um, I think I think about it a lot of the times in list writing perspective in, in contrast because I just uh, I like that flexibility that I can reward if I give myself a lot of um, conversion potential within my list that's why I do lean towards the the faster sort of like schemier type of masters because I want to be able to say like okay well I'll give you this model and I'll give you this model and I'll give you this model because I don't need them for my point conversion you know what I'm saying I really like that flexibility. So I think I do think about it in more for list writing. Yeah, it's very, it is like a, it's kind of like, it's like, I guess like in, in like DAW versus like something like you're describing, it's like a very like aggro versus control. Yeah. Or like you kind of just are using all your resources and I have to like really like hinder you. Yeah, maybe we're just like, you know, beating around beat down versus control or whatever again, but I think it's still something we're thinking about because to, it's a very a specific malafoe yeah. term. Yeah, but yeah, like in yeah, like when I when I play Daw, sometimes it's like I'm I'm gonna I already know on turn one like I'm gonna score five points this game <laughs> or maybe six, and as long as I make you score less, I win. Yeah, and that's the, and that's the plan you go with. Yeah, that makes sense to me because sometimes like. Like especially like squeaking out those you know points six seven and eight it's like it's easier to just deny you points at at a certain point especially with like that kind of master mm-hmm. like denying you five six seven and eight is easier than me scoring six seven and eight yeah that's really that's that's a good point and that's also why I dislike um, differential as the first tie break in tournaments because I I dislike that. I, I don't think that your cognition associated with uh, creating a two-point differential there was uh, less strategically sound than someone who just said, like, kill all their models forehead. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. But that's a whole other topic. But I guess, I guess just to I guess wrap this up, the reason I think about this a lot is I think if you're struggling with a specific matchup, and you're struggling with like, how do I kill Master X? Like, how do I, 
like like the surface level analysis for a matchup is often how do you kill the master, right? Like if you if if you're if you're like, well, I keep getting I keep losing a jackdaw. What the hell do I do? It's like oh well, uh, type ruthless in the app. You know what I mean? Like that's the surface level analysis. Like how do you kill doll? You get ruthless. You kill doll. Um, but I think if you're struggling with a matchup outside of that sort of surface level analysis, because that probably won't solve your problems um, more often than not. Uh, I think thinking more about how you convert is a useful exercise. Yeah. In in trying to find this. Yeah. Yeah, sir, go ahead. Uh, Instead of like how to, you know, looking up ruthless, it's, it could also just be like, Attack actions are bad. How do I win without taking attack actions? <laughs> <laughs> I love it. That's such a Malifo mindset. Yeah. <laughs> I do not want to fight. The, yeah. How do I win without fighting? And it's possible. I think we're very unique. Uh, I, I don't know if I've rubbed off on you in this way, but I, like, I see a lot of people on the online who will be like, it's so boring because like they didn't. They were like not engaging with me. That's that's so fucking boring. And I find like the opposite for my experience is boring. It's like, stressful. Yeah. I mean, I, I like playing that sort of like KG, you know, standing on the outside, working the jab sort of strategy. I find that way more engaging than let's just get in there and fucking throw haymakers, you know, st- standing yeah. right in the pocket and just like swinging at each other. I find that way more boring than like the tactical, like play in the edges sort of game. But playing so, war is m- more fun <laughs> to some people, not to me, I guess is what I'm saying. Yeah. Um, but I guess my final point on this is like, yeah, if you're struggling with a matchup, maybe try approaching it from, well, I'm going to lose attrition by 20 points. How do I still convert? You know what I'm saying? Like, how can I build a list and build a strategy that says I'm going to lose attrition, but I'm still going to win the game because I have such high conversion. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Cool. Um, so I guess um, that's it for that. Um, I'm going to play a listener question. So on the Discord, we have a space now that you can submit MP4s or uh, MP3, MP3, whatever. Submit a sound file in the Discord. And if you do, I'll play it here on the pod and we'll talk about it. And hopefully we can get some back and forth uh, with the question askers and stuff like that. Um, it just is, if it's inappropriate, I won't, I'll just cut it out of the episode. But we have not listened to this. Um, I listened to the first one. This is the second one. So I haven't listened to it. (laughs) I'm going to play it now. Hey, this is Turner from Tennessee. Wanted to know which faction you felt was most hampered by its lack of a piece of tech. And why did you say Bayou missing anti-armor? Thanks. (laughs) Shit. (laughs) Do you hear that? Yeah. (laughs) Okay. So Turner is very active on the Discord. And I've... I have recently said some shit about like how I feel like Bayou is not in it, uh, not in the best place relative to the other faction. I think it's still a, fun, a good faction. I think you know, like I said on that one episode, that if if Summer gets a significant nerf, like isn't Bayou just the worst faction in the game? Mm-hmm. Anyway, so I guess his questions around that because I've um, said shit about Bayou in the past. But uh, in terms of Bayou and the lack of answers for armor, that's that's not necessarily my opinion that's just what the more competent bayou players have expressed that like like i know oliver was saying that hoffman is like a real fucking problem for bayou they have zero answers for him and that strikes me as a very weird sort of problem situation to be in because armor is such a ubiquitous uh, ability across the game that 
if you're struggling to deal with armor, then like how good is your fucking faction? Uh, that's probably a little more um, stern than I need it to come off of, but yeah, chill. <laughs> I just think that like, I think every people faction. buy you to suck and, and they're, they're trying to get their wish. I don't know. I think every faction is something it sh- struggles with. Yeah. So that like was some, his question, like, right? Yeah, like some faction. It just depends on the 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 faction matchup. Like if you're, you know, if you're going into if you're fighting against Rezzers and you don't have a lot of ruthless or you know, and you're low willpower, then terrifying is going to be a problem. And there are factions that you know, I guess, meet those requirements. Yeah. So that was his question. Like, you know, if you're slow is- and and you know you're going against a very shooty crew from a faction that has a lot of shooting you're probably in trouble. Okay, so let's so let's think about this out loud. So um what if we run through each faction and in in not in our like expert opinion quote unquote, but based off of shit we've heard on the internet or maybe our experience, what do we think each faction complains about the most? You know, I'll start with I'll start with Outcast. Uh people complain about lack of ruthless and lack of stun. Um what about Neverborn? Neverborn? People complain about uh, guns killing them a lot in Neverborn. Guns and a lot of uh, the keywords, they don't have like like a low soul stone like point scoring model. Like scheming model. Yeah, don't have good minion, like scheme running minions. Yeah. Uh, Rezzers. Um, lo- basically just low stats. Low defensive stats and movement probably. Yeah, Rezzers is not going to win this competition. They're fucking... Uh, <laughs> they, they have too much privilege. Uh, Ten Thunders, they have literally every rule in the game, so it's probably not going to be them. Um, Guild complains about lack of defensive tech in general, in my experience. like Yeah, they're, they're almost like... They're like a step a step above like Rezzers and stats, but then they don't have all like the hard to wound, extra health, and everything else yeah um explorers is probably too new but people are complaining we're well, not complaining but i guess some of the design is that they have low willpower um so they struggle and you attack their willpower by you no answer into armor like we were saying arcanists no um masters from other factions to challenge them and make the game interesting <laughs> <laughs> Or something. I, I don't know. I don't, I don't really play against Arcanists ever. I think they've also complained about lack of ruthless a bunch too, because a lot of I think that was uh, some GG Zero hangover though, because their best models had like insanely low willpower, like the the swarm and stuff like that. Um, but I know they don't have a ton of ruthless. They just have like the rider, like every. Um, so I don't know. It sounds like the biggest complaint across a lot of the factions is like lack of ruthless. Um, but I don't think that is such a crippling disadvantage that it makes a faction bad. And that was, that was Turner's question is like, yeah, what is, what is, what is the disadvantage uh, that is so bad that it makes your faction relatively weaker? Right. Yeah. Mm. It's tough. I mean, I mean, how many, fa- when we say how, it out loud, how the many, one sounds really bad, right? Yeah. Lack of any defensive tech, you know? Was, yeah. It, I feel like that one is the weakest across like all the faction matchups. Like not ever like for Bayou, not every opponent can bring like an armor heavy list. Like not every faction has access to a lot of armor. 
Yeah. But yeah, so, every, so maybe you know, the guild every, complaint is just every like faction power. can can kill stuff. So yeah. Being susceptible to being killed is <laughs> is probably the the biggest one. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think the Neverborn one is, is holds a lot of water. Um, I don't know. So yeah, it's probably either buy you or guild, right? Yeah, Neverborn's not, Neverborn one's not that bad because you can just like, you know, one activation a a, a ten point model and then drop a scheme marker. Yeah, that, your, is, that is a whole faction that is designed around high high com, or yeah, like low conversion. Smack, uh, yeah, wipe, you know, just kill something and then drop a scheme marker in the same turn. Uh-huh. <laughs> Very cool. I think that answers the question. If not, um, submit us another soundbite. Uh, cool. All right, I think that's it. We'll do a short one today. How's that sound? Yeah. Cool. Works for me. All right. Later. Uh, oh, I guess uh, hop in the Discord. It's super active. Um, so if you want some chat, if your local chats are a little stale because of COVID, there's, we're getting like freaking 300 messages a day on the Swamp Fiends Discord or something. So yeah. it's insanely active. Uh, so anyway, later. Uh, what are you doing in my swamp? <laughs> <laughs>